0: The host of this show, Max Naist, lived in addiction for years and made lots of destructive choices which resulted in losing friends, family, and his career. After being in jail for the fourth time, he knew he needed to make some big changes. Now sober for 17 years, he shares the steps he took which led to recovery and got his life back. if it's PTSD or military-related, trauma, physical, verbal, sexual addiction, alcoholism, you can accomplish your dreams. And with this show, we help others be fearless in their pursuit of happiness. This is Fearless Happiness, and this is Max Naist.
1: All right, everybody. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in this world. This is Max from the Fearless Happiness podcast. And today I have a very special guest that I brought back because I was thinking to myself, there's more leadership needed. And and, and Lisa and I were just talking about that uh, before we came on the air here. And I thought it would be a good topic today to talk about how we as individuals can become better leaders. So Lisa, again, introduce yourself to the new audiences that I might have out there, uh, who you are and what you do. Fabulous.
2: It's so exciting to be here with you, Max. I I am so delighted to be back. Thanks so much for inviting me. Lisa Marie Platsky and I work with leaders who are interested in greater impact on the planet, making a bigger difference and doing it through their divine mission and their their purpose, their, their deeper calling.
1: Thank you. And we need that. And like we were talking about before, Lisa, right? There's weird things going on in this world, right? And even in our network that we belong to, right? And that's just what happens, right? Over time, people change, whatever happens, happens, right? And um, I was telling you, like, I was going to say something and I said, no, you know, maybe this is my time to just sit back and observe and see, right? Because what I teach, I say clients that I work with in the substance abuse field, right? I always teach them there's things you need to look for, like what to do and what not to do, but you can't do that if you don't sit back and pause for a minute and see what's like the bigger picture, right? So yeah, Lisa Absolutely. is, you know, Lisa used to be in law enforcement and now she's a leadership coach and she's just amazing. Um. So what I want to talk about, Lisa, and if you can expand on it is like, like in the world today with what we see going on, right? Like how important really is it that we step up as leaders? Like everybody needs to like, Do their
2: part. That's such a great point, which is everybody needs to do their part. There's a saying that I use often, and it's the world needs you and your brilliance. And somebody asked me a while ago, you know, is that a marketing slogan? How did you create that? And I said, it's not. What it came from is that I believe everyone has a light that's incredibly bright inside, and many people cover it up or dim it. Life happens traumas, pains, experiences. Uh, you know, I know for myself, I, uh, you know, looked for the easy route out the, you know, the, whatever would be the the leadership pill, so to speak, to to make it all go away. And rather than doing the the deeper inner work to allow me to be able to uncover what was mine to do and shine my light. And I look at it as when people don't do that, when they don't Take their gifts and their abilities and their talents and their experiences and use them for whatever it is that they're called to do. The world misses out, and not only does the world miss out, but they miss out too because they're not fully using the full expression of who they are. And 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 that's why when we look at the world today, and you you talk about you know the the word uh, you know economic downturn or. Mm-hmm you know, recession or the pains that are going on in in families, in schools. You talk about healthcare, law enforcement, so much that's just in the news every day and just being hammered about the stock market and that all of that creates a, a certain amount of stress, and yet at the same time, there are people who have solutions and who have the ability to make the world better. And so they have a responsibility uh, uh, to 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 go out and and do whatever it is theirs uniquely to do. And so for me, leadership, which is really ultimately about influence and using your gifts, is so needed right now. It's needed now more than more than ever before. So I, you know, I. I couldn't agree. And I, I I look at it as the world really does miss out when you're not doing that. And you miss out.
1: Right. There's, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I listened to Andy forsella's podcast. Right. And even though there's a lot of F-bombs in there and stuff, he makes some very good points. Um, but he said like what well, one of his points about leadership, he says, you want to make a change. You want to be a leader. It starts with you become the best you that you can be so that you're the example for the people that are behind you or or, or that are needing guidance. Right. And I've learned since even the last time I had you on as a guest, like switch things up. Right. Not only because I'm a father and I'm a grandfather and, you know, there are people watching, right. That are looking to see like, okay, what's max doing. Right. Because they know I work either in the substance abuse field and, Right. They see me post stuff. And right. For me, it's like leadership to me means not only doing that, but being that guy when nobody's looking. You know what I mean? Right. So that I never get anybody that comes on social media or whatever. You know, unfortunately, that's just, you know, part of how we we grow our audience or, or reach people is through social media. Right. So that people can go. Well, I saw that guy in town one day and he's exactly the guy that I see hosting what he posts or what Lisa posts, you know, she's the same lady. And as you know, that can be very hard these days, because if you look at social media, of course, right, they show these gurus standing in front of their Lambos or whatever. And then you find out they don't even make that much money. They borrowed that car to take a picture. Right. And for me, leadership starts at home. right? How What kind of husband am I being? Right. Uh, what kind of father what kind of grandfather because we just had eight and nine born really like nine was just born like not even a month ago two months ago number eight like and we got number 10 coming in December so I have like this you know I'm not doing it just because I want to say hey people look at me I'm being a leader right I, I do truly want to leave a legacy like hey grandpa was sh- He was awesome. Right. Because he did what he said and he said what he means, you know, and and that's the kind of leadership. Like I look to when I talk to you and and to other people and, you know, that are in our field and are in that personal development. Right. And most the ones I surround myself with, because we talk about it all the time. Right. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Like I can always go to each one of you and go, yeah, I know she is. I know he is. I know they are. And so on and so forth. Right. Where like, people are, you know, in the world, you see, well, I try not to listen to the news, but you hear it all the time. It's like, where's our leadership going? Like, like, what are your thoughts on how, if my audience is listening to you right now, how can they, right? I just gave you one example, like with Andy Priscilla, but what would you give them as advice, like how to become a better leader to, and where to start is probably what they're asking. Well, where do I start, Lisa?
2: Well, I... I... I love the question for the reason of how I got into business, because Max, you know, for me, I'd always thought that leadership was something that you do, you know, you lead well, lead, you know, to lead is a verb. It's, you know, you, you lead well and you lead other people, hence you're the leader and you have followers. Right. And, and so there's a, a, you know, a belief that I once had that leadership is this action that you take that involves other people in the doing of leadership. And so I got really good at negotiation and change management. And I got really good at being able to deal with difficult people and received awards and accolades for work in human behavior and organic doing work in organizations and larger companies as well as small businesses. And over the journey of, of the, the decades that I spent in doing the leadership research, what I realized is that leadership is not a something you do. It is not writing your mission statement. It is not you know creating the organizational values. Leadership really is about the being and the becoming to get to the being and so it does start with self and when you look at an organizational mission it's important to have a personal mission it's important to understand who you are and who you want to be in the when you're all when you're all alone like how, how much is your integrity worth you know w- what are you actually willing to do or not to do What are you willing to trade in a piece of your soul for ultimately? Like, that's how I look at since my work is so God-driven. And in the becoming and in the, the beingness of leadership, when that changed for me, the work that I did with clients shifted and changed because it no longer was about these 14 modules of how to create organizational excellence as a leader. It became about the individual excellence in order to be able to inspire others to themselves also lead and make a positive impact in the planet, to turn success into significance, to turn mission into a movement. And there's there's a very different energy around that and why some leaders are really, really worth following. Some people have followers, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're worth following. And sure. so in asking yourself, like what, what really are you following here? And are you that kind of person that stands for something that's greater than just you? And so for myself, I really had to... I had to take that journey first. And so now I I look at clients and I'll say, okay, you know who you need to be to run a $100,000 company is different than who you need to be to run a million dollar company, which is different than who you need to be to run a 10 million dollar company or a 100 million dollar company, but not because of the money. But because you have to understand what you're willing to do to trade in so you you don't trade in pieces of your soul. Like, what are you willing to trade in exchange for who you are as a person? And if you don't make those decisions ahead of time, you will come to a crossroads. And so you ask about, like, what's the practical application to do this? And so, number one is examination. It's actually sitting down and saying to yourself, "What is my integrity worth? Like, what am, what is it? What is it worth? What do I take a stand for?" And identifying what are the things three things that, you know, at the top, like, these are the three things that I stand for. You don't have to write long, long, but this is like what I take a stand for, you know, and, and for myself, you know, one of the things that's the, the thing that's on my gratitude list every single day as the number one thing is my relationship with my husband. Like I take a stand for that. And when I look at where I'm going to give my, my precious minutes of my life, it's going to go, it, I don't want to take actions that negatively impact my marriage. Like that's really important to me. Right. It's one of the things I take a stand for. There's other things, you know, on, on my list. The second thing is, when you're in the midst of life, you know, people say, "Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I'm in, I'm in the middle of life." And it's like, "Oh, how do I slow down? How do I know when I'm on course? How do I know when I'm off course in leadership?" And there's a technique that I use, and it's called the snap technique. And I think about like having a rubber on my wrist and like snapping and I put this in my calendar to do this throughout the course of the day and the, st- the snap technique is stop, that's the S, notice in the moment, it's being in the noticing, what's going on with me, what's going on in my body, what's going on around me, ask in asking questions like what is it right now that I need? in order for me to have a, make a greater impact? Have I really done what I say I'm going to do today in being a force for good on the planet? I ask myself these questions every single day and multiple times throughout the day because it's so easy to get off course and out of alignment right. um, for me. And then um, the last one, the P, the P is I will either say a prayer. So I'm pausing, I'm saying a prayer and I'm pivoting. So to pause, to pray, to pivot. And for somebody else, you know, maybe, maybe they don't believe in prayer, you know, for me, you know, that's, that's such a game changer. And so to lead well, you have to understand thyself well. And to understand yourself well, you have to spend time with you. And to do that, it's not a a once-a-day thing. It's not in the morning a box to check or the end of the day a box to check. I do that throughout the course of the day so that when I'm in a conversation or even prior to being here, I didn't have – there was actually a block on my calendar prior to me being here with you, Max, that said space. And that means my team knows that, like, I'm going to be in the stopping and the noticing may not be 30 minutes, but I'm in the pausing so that I can be present, fully present here versus rushing off to the next thing. Like many times people do. And so leaders are intentional. They're purposeful. They understand where they're going at all times. And when they don't and they're off course, they oftentimes end up in places that they don't really want to be.
1: That is true. So true. And that's, what you your snap method is similar to what like i train clients in like mindfulness right stopping and being aware of what's going on and it doesn't matter what's going through your head just acknowledging okay i have this weird thought of this whatever it could be right and then letting it go right so that you're more present you're more aware right and it's even enhanced my recovery from learning how to you know do it myself Right. Instead of like snapping at the grandkids because they left all the floaties in the pool. Right. I can take a break and go. You're lucky you're cute, my granddaughter. So I'm going to allow you to slide this time, you know, and not be so anal, excuse me, about like having a clean pool. Right. It's what it's for to go swimming and then let them enjoy it. But I noticed right since we spoke last and and, and since I've become more intentional. Right. Because next month I'll celebrate 19 years clean and so wow congratulations thank you on the 27th and I've noticed that I guess I've been in this training for a while right and I never even knew it until like I've had conversations with people like yourself Lisa and um you know and there was things I had to change along the way and everything happens I believe according to God's plan and his timing and when it's supposed to happen right and I just realized in this last year or so probably two years that, yeah, I got to step up as a leader, right? Because I am a husband and I, I'm you. That's one of the things that's one of my number one priorities is my relationship with my wife and making sure that I take care of that. <clears throat> and if, when I'm not to catch myself and take care of it, if you know what I mean, yeah. to make sure. Yeah, I do. We're communicating, you know, that, you know, I just, she just had COVID what last week and I was taking care of her, You know what I mean? Because I didn't look at it as like, oh, I got to, you know, like you, some people might go, oh God, I take care of my wife. Like I get to, right? That's to me as a leader, I always say that I get to do the tough stuff, right? And not saying that was tough. I mean, but other things like showing up every day for my family, right? Like when I don't want to, because I don't feel good and I want to go to bed and lay down. (laughs) Right, right. And, right, but, um, but
2: you're being in choice, right? Like the being right. in choice about like what, so people talk about values and it's like values are, are mean, meaningless unless they're actually put into action. Who cares how many, you can tell a lot, you'd have lots of values and those could just be nice things you tell your friends. Like you values are really what you live. And so by you doing that, it's like, no, this is, this is who I am. I'm taking a stand for this.
1: Yeah. I definitely take a stand for my core values. And Make sure because I, I realized lately that. That there are a lot of people looking up to me going like, what do we do? You know what I mean? With the craziness that's happening in the world. And I'm like, OK, well, I can't say I don't know, you know, because I'm, a, right. well, I'm a, as a vet. People are looking at me like you can't say I don't know. But you said something earlier that um, ring, you know, that hit home for me. And that's that integrity thing right? Because before I got sober, um, I didn't live in, I had no integrity, if you know what I mean. Because when I'm in my active addiction, it doesn't matter if I'm ta- I'm stealing from you, Lisa, I'm stealing from mom or right. And when I got sober and that was like probably one of the promises I made to God. And I know it was right. Is like if you keep me sober, I'm going to be this integritous guy and I'm going to be honest and I'm going to do your work and I'm going to do it as best I can. And and um, and it's just kind of like one of those things, you know, that hits you and you're like, OK, I'm on the right path because I know it because it's not easy. Right. It's not always easy and um, sometimes downright difficult. But I know I'm doing God's work by helping people get their lives back, you know, and, and teaching them through my example or, or the people around me. This is how my friends live. This is how I live. Right. And I'm not going to compromise that. Right. I'm not going to compromise it because I want to make a ton of money. That's just, you know, because I've been on both ends of the spectrum, Lisa. Like I've been homeless and I've been looking at three years in prison. And now I have this beautiful home with a beautiful family. You know, my kids are doing well for the most part. Like I said, I got grandkids and it's like, like, why would I want to even compromise any of that? Right. So if that means me being a leader, being the best father and the best husband I can be and the best grandfather, then that's the leadership role I'm going to take. And I'm going to show the world how I do that. Right. But I
2: think you had to have made that decision and you had to actually have that conversation and made a contract with yourself. And so I look at it as sometimes people think that leadership is solely contract with others and it's really contract with self first before you can ever get into contract with others right. in 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 taking a stand for whatever that is and so the easier route you know for for me back in the day was to not put in the work and to not uh, you know to 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 slack off and to not be committed and to bounce from relationship to relationship and and man to man and lie to myself and tell myself that, oh yeah, that's really just, you know, bridging or I don't really belong there versus saying it was cheating because even coming face to face with the conversations in integrity, I didn't have that contract with myself back then. For me, the contract was, you know, was was nothing. It was do whatever you want that makes you feel good. (laughs) And, you know, and that's how it showed up. And when I actually went, If I really want to be somebody that's worth following, going back to that piece, worth following, like somebody that you would want to follow until the ends of the earth, what would that person do? And that was a whole other thing. And I remember it being really eye-opening for me when I went back from the Law Enforcement Academy and they gave me this badge and credentials. And it says, this officer possesses integrity. And I remember thinking, do I? And I don't believe that early on my, early on, in my career that I did because I hadn't chosen that for myself. And so, you know, that that's the bigger, I think that's the, the part where doing that, that's the reason why for me, the taking the stand and doing foundational exercises, whenever I'm with clients, they'll say to me, you know, like, I don't think that this is really that important that I write out my mission or my values or my vision or my non-negotiables or my three commitments for the year or all of the exercises that I give them, you know, my leadership coaching clients. And I'm like, this is so important. And it's not something that you sit down for five minutes and jot it out. Like You have to really be in the, this is my contract with self because it's what allows me to then build a strong foundation for everything else that's to come. So when you talk about that, Max, it's like, I can hear how, you know, you were in it just like me in the, in the, um, breaking promises to Mm. others because I broke promises to self. So, you know, it's not that hard to, 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 to to do that and be in this cycle where there's almost (laughs) bargaining and pleading, Um, and then when you do it, you never feel better. Like, like you, ne- you never feel better. Sometimes you feel worse and then you just get yourself deeper in the hole and, right. and, and it gets darker and darker and darker. And so, you know, I look at it as the other thing with integrity is that in integrity, you get to live in the light. Like you, you, you get to be bright and shiny. You get to, you know, be, you're not, you're not, you're not doing the things that you're doing in a place that's hidden.
1: Absolutely. And even in my recovery, I've had those moments where I wasn't, you said something and I love it. I hope the audience is paying attention. Right. She says, you got to make that contract with yourself first, or it really doesn't matter. And I know we, we kind of briefly spoke that before, but now that you've hit that home, I get it. Right. Cause you're right. Like when I got sober the last time, right after my last relapse and me telling God, like, I'll do whatever it takes. You just Right. And then working for me, it was the 12 steps. That was my contract to self that I was going to be the best that I can be, even though I, you know, I wasn't always the best, but it was my foundation. Right. And I learned. Right. But as I got older and, you know, older and wiser in my recovery and older and wiser in my age, I realized that I was doing it for so many years for other people. Right. I wanted to look good. I didn't care about the real work. And just as long as I look good for other people, then I was cool. But then who's the one I had to see the mirror that was staring back at me. And that was, yep. me. you know what I mean? And it was like, there's times I just like shook my head going, Max, you got a lot of work to do still, bud. you know, and you're right. It was until I made that contract with myself that I said, I'm going to be the best that I can be. I'm not going to compromise my, my core values or my integrity for nobody. Like I just got into a, you know, and I get they're trying to help, but, like, guys asking me how my, theme, my you know, what my clients are going with my side business right now, right, Till it becomes, and I'm just like, well, I've only got one, but, you know, well, what are you doing? The Facebook posts and stuff, how'd that work? You know, I could hear the remarks, and I'm just like, you know what? I said, look, God put me in this position, right, to offer value to people, and if I can do that by the post that I put out there, then so be it, right? I'm going to not quit on myself. I'm not going to pay someone. Right. Yeah. There'll be a time where I think I need some more leadership coaching, but not like, you know what I mean? And I just, I went yeah. back down and I said, look, man, I said, I know what you're getting at. I think you're great. But right now that's just not where I'm at. You know, it's just, I have to be the best I can be for Angie, as we talk about, right. And provide her the best I can for the clients that we serve you know i have my client that i see every week that i got to give my best to and then there's my family right so but if i don't do my best for me first all of them suffer all of them yes and it doesn't and it doesn't yes. matter what i tell my clients or right because they know if we're feeding them a line of bs they're going to they're going to smell it a mile away they're like the piranha when these the blood's in the water they're like food's here right uh but And that's why I'm in it for the, I realized, you know, because I am a recovering addict and there was part of me for so long that wanted everything and I wanted it yesterday. Right. And then I would get mad because I didn't get it yesterday. (laughs) You know what I mean? So now I've learned to slow down, smell the roses and just be the best I can be for today. That's all I can do. That's the best I can do. And then I let the day unfold as it is. Right. And then, you know, readjust if I have to, if I'm slacking in one area and then pick it up in another and then I get to be on this podcast with my friend Lisa who's sharing some wisdom because you got to understand audience she's amazing right she's been a she started in law enforcement and I still love this story when you were on the pier and you said I need to use the bathroom and they all looked at you like no there's no bathroom for you Lisa and Lisa said I'll make a bathroom you know what I mean like that's what a leader does they make stuff happen you know I was gonna say make shit happen but You had to in your position, right? And even now as a leadership coach, right? Because you do, you work with organizations, you work with individuals. And and I wanted to bring that to my audience to let them see that perspective of what someone I feel, you know, is amazing and and who walks the walk and talks the talk, how she handles her day-to-day life, you know, life on life's terms. This is how I show up this is what i don't compromise and then i go out and do my work right and cuz that's what we have to do if you think about that's it
2: that's it that is really it and and max it's it's like sometimes people think they make leadership really complicated you right. know leadership is that people follow a person first before their plan that's really <laughs> it they're following the person and that and that is it and depending on whether you're not you're somebody that's worth following is going to depend on whether you really are the leader or you're someone that you've been that you've given yourself a title, and you know I I, I um, wanted to be here because of the leader that you're that that you are, and even in what you had said, which is that you know the clarity of self first. When I go into organizations, it's like you take care of yourself first, then you take care of your relationships, and you understand what those are, and then yep. you take care of your work. And it's got to be in that order. It doesn't mean that work is getting the smaller part and it doesn't mean your relationships are coming apart. It's just that you have to be clear with the agreements with yourself so that you can then be the best for those other, those other people and, and relationships that you've created both at work. And, and yeah, and I, I look at it as answering questions about what you want and about really who you are it takes a bit of time and so you know the saying slow down to speed up like you you've got to give yourself the time in order to be able to ask the meaningful questions so that you you really have the ability to to take actions on who you are what you want why it matters Right. So that right. when you encounter a difficult situation, when you encounter a difficult person, when you encounter something that's going to knock you on your side, that you're really clear you know who who it is that 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 you're at uh, that who it is that you are right. and you know right. I'm thinking about i i had a um max, I had a situation where you know i was um puts to the test and in in really in um somebody who wanted me to say something that you know they didn't see as being a lie but it wasn't a truth right and I'm like I can't do that and they're like well if if you don't if if you don't do this, you know, then it's going to negatively impact me. And I said, but if I do do this, then the impact on me on like who I am in the, in that person that you were speaking about looking in the mirror, it, it, it has a, a consequence. It's like, um, it's, it's like, it's like cutting myself, like a physically, like right. physically harming myself. Right. And, and so, and, and, you know, and they, and what they said to me is, yeah, but nobody, you know, that doesn't really make sense. Like you're not really hurting yourself. And I'm like, yes, I am. And that's what people don't get is that it may not be a physical, like I'm bleeding or something right. like that, but it's actually creating, um, it's actually creating a harm or an injury to self, you know, by me lying and by me making this up. it's, it's not, it's, it's not honoring. It's not, it's not, it's not who I am. And so, and, and, and how dare you put me in this position to even ask me of this? So yeah, you know, it's, it is really about being clear who you are because years ago I probably would have been like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's, and and now I just can't.
1: Right. And see, and that's, If everybody's listening, see, that's a that's a huge sign of a leader. Right. She is not going to compromise who she is, no matter how little you think that, you know, because there's lying by omission and there's just lying, period. Right. Because she's correct. Like I've gone through that phase, too, where like even in recovery, I've like not liked who I saw in the mirror because I wasn't telling the full truth or I wasn't telling the whole truth. Right. And someone brought it to my attention one time. It's like, okay, how would you like it if your kids were treated that way or did things? And I was like, well, I'd be really mad. And they say, Oh, well, it's good for you, but it's not for them. And I was like, oh, right. But sometimes uh, that's the wake ups we, uh, need, right? oh, yeah, right. we need. And, and I get it. Right. Like I'm not going to compromise anything like that anymore. You know what I mean? It's just like, Because imagine if, like we talk about, right, we have significant others, right? And then I just, little, just a little white lie. That alone could just, the trust could be blown, even though we think it's, right? We think it's not a big deal, but to our other, it's a huge deal, right? Because we don't, you know, whatever, like, well, I just realized that like you, I'm going to be the guy that they see across them, you know, on Zoom will be the same guy if they met me in person, right? As I was taught, as I learned from my mentors and coaches and my sponsor in recovery, Max, we love you enough to tell you the truth, even if it hurts your feelings, right? So that's who I learned from, right? So I do that with my kids. Like I tell them before you ask me this question, <laughs> do you really want to hear the answer? Yeah. Yeah, no, dad, right? So I, I've, I've had to do it with my wife. I've had to do it with my kids and other people. And yeah, I can't, you know. And I'm realizing, like, being a part of Apex and and, and masterminds and uh, bigger groups, right? Mm-hmm. That you cannot com- compromise your integrity because it'll like one bad seed will will just disrupt everything, you know. Yeah, I mean? and exactly. And I don't want to. I don't want to be that bad seed, right? And um, because it's too important, I think, for me and and for you, is to to not compromise that stuff, right? Because we do have people watching and and it's important that we mean what we say and say what we mean so that people, if they need that lesson, they need to learn that day, we told them the truth instead of, well, I'm gonna look that up and see if Lisa's telling me the truth, you know, or I don't know if I trust Max, right? And, and ultimately, right, I feel good is when I can put my head on my pillow at night and I go to bed knowing I did my best for that day and I didn't hurt anybody, you know? So,
2: I do too. <laughs> I do too, Max. Like, it's not, it's, it's, uh, it didn't used to be that way for me. It, oh, it, I, I it get used it. To be. And, <laughs> and, you know, and now it's like when I'm looking in the mirror after I'm brushing my teeth at night, like, I'm looking at myself and going, like, we did good today. Like, you, we, we did All good. Right. Like, we, 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 we we were a force for good on the planet today. And there were times when I could stand there and I couldn't say that, you know, yeah. because I didn't even like the person that was looking back. And I remember one time someone when I, I was doing this, um, this, this, this work, this, um, this soul work, and I remember the woman saying to me when I was talking about what to change, and she said, self-loathing, And I said, I got really defensive. And I was like, I don't hate myself. I don't, I don't loathe. And she goes, and she didn't say anything. She just kind of like put her, (laughs) put her hands up. And I was like, oh my gosh. And she left me to be in my own, my own thoughts. And I, I, in that moment, you know, in getting honest with myself and say, where are the places that I really don't like me? And when, when you do that and you're willing to do that and you have the courage to do that, you can look at the little breaks of what you, what you have made acceptable and where you're actually lying to yourself. And so now when I stand and look at the mirror after brushing my teeth and I'm actually looking, I'm like, you know, we did good. Like we did good today. Now is every day perfect. And does every day, do I get an A plus and the gold star? No, but you know, but I can, and or not, but cancel clear. And (laughs) I can say that, you know, you know, I catch myself with that. And, and I can look there and I can say it from a place of, of real pride and, 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 and honest to goodness, like leaving it all out on the field uh, and be honest about, and, you know we we i have seven areas of well-being and and and, and in looking at all of them we could have done better in physical or we could have done better in emotional or intellectual or spiritual or financial or relational or at work and when i look at that it doesn't come from a place of but nobody knows or you know we've got them fooled or right. something like that it comes from a place of just being the best version, being the most optimal version of of, of who I want to be to be that leader worth following so right. that I can give the best to my husband and the people I love.
1: Absolutely. Right. And I had to learn that the hard way, not to just follow blindly. Right. Because then you find out sometimes you do. I've been guilty of it and go, wow, I really don't like this person. So I think I'm going to stop. Right. Right. But I love that because I do have that conversation with myself, too. At end, you know, if I can look at myself, you know, and give myself a high five at the end of the day, to me, that's a great day. You know what I mean? Like I didn't hurt nobody. Just like I tell my clients I work with in substance abuse. Right. I said, if you wake up, you stayed sober, you didn't hurt anyone and you would put your head on the pillow sober, you've had a perfect day in recovery. Right. And that's where, <laughs> right. That's where you have to start. Right. And then you build on that. And you know, I, again, here's such a great episode with Lisa. Like, thank you for your wisdom and right? Thank you. I know they're gonna take away because I know I took away a lot from this. Um, but you know, I like to ask a couple questions, right? I do. And so I want to see if it's changed any bit. like so fearless, right? You know, I like to ask my uh, my guests like, what does fearless mean to you and how does that show up now? You know, now that you got a new farm, you, you're 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 doing things with the farm, and you know, as we talked about before we started, things crop up. How does fearless show up? Well, I think I've shared
2: with you. I love etymology, and I love the you know dissection of words. And so when I look at fearless, it's like okay, so less of fear, <laughs> and less of fear is like fear is like there's a certain the the definition is. You know, being in pain, like they're that. If you actually went into the the dictionary, it's like being harmed, and so like the the fear of being the concern, the 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 of of danger, and so it's like, how do you have less of that? Uh, and and that's really what comes up for me when I when I think about the word fearless, like to be mighty and to be, uh, you know, to be to be willing to take a stand for something. And so my, in my life, you know, where it's showing up right now is something that you allowed me to do here, Max. And as much as the farm is a big part of my life, I have been, and why the farm is a part of my life, is that I have been deep in the obedience of listening to where God is leading. And so God said to move to Kentucky into this farm, and there's no part of this this woman here who has lived outside of many major cities like Miami and Dallas and DC and LA and, (laughs) you know, New York that has gone like, yes, a farm in Kentucky would be a great next step for you. And so There is being in the obedience. I am also hearing God speak about how I am to speak more about him. And so I said to you at the beginning, you know, you know, your God given mission, your divine mission, your purpose and calling that is, that is, is from that place. And I don't want to be that person. Like I don't want to be somebody who is, the the woo-woo person or the jesus freak or the like i don't want to be that person i want to be the person that's rewarded for having gotten you know a master's degree and working with a hundred thousand leaders around the world and all of the what i would call textbook uh qualifications for you know being somebody who's (coughs) in air air quotes you know respect.
1: Right.
2: And there is this part where God is saying to me, Lisa, you are to speak about the divine operating system and your connection to me and help people have a stronger relationship with me. And I'm going, no. (laughs) and so um so you know i get to be here with you because i do have such trust and love for you to be able to speak this but it's been very vulnerable and uncomfortable and at the same time i think like fearless is not no fear fearless is less fear and so you know i have the the place to be able to do this year so perhaps a long answer but that's you know that's that's where i'm at with it max
1: no i get it right because there is no such thing as fearless right there's always some kind of fear that creeps in and, and thank you for the kind words uh you know when you said you'd come back and be a guest i was like yes yes
2: uh, you know, you know just, i just mean? i think you're incredible
1: <laughs> and um but like I said, you know, there, there are people that I follow and you're one of them, right? Because you're genuine and, you know, you do you do great work. Right. And um, oh, and I wanted to ask you, like, I mean, I know you're in Kentucky. Right. Are you anywhere near those floods? Because I hear all the flooding that's going on. It is,
2: and and uh, I'm in the Bluegrass region, which is okay. really in the center of the state, and okay. so there's far more affected on the eastern part. I do have friends, and actually, one of our our colleagues in Apex has gathered supplies and actually brought a convoy out to a, a church out there. Yes. Has been collecting, yes. um, you know, to, to actually personally give it, which I I, I think is. Um, there's just so much need just so much need right. um and the the fortunate part here for 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 myself is that while we've had rains and greater rains than uh than they've had in the past and, you know I've had a leak here and a leak there overall nothing you know nothing like what what you're seeing so
0: oh, oh good yeah thank, thank you, you for
2: asking yeah thank I you. wanted
1: to make sure you're safe and right? Because, I mean, life happens, right? But then we get stuff like that. And, you know, and that's awesome that there's people from Apex that are actually helping people, right? Because you hear the stories on the news, which I try not to yeah. watch, right? But, um, right, that's, to me, your less fear is, is for me, the same thing, right? Because I'm not going to be And I told you some of the things I've done to try to be fearless, right? And jump out of a plane twice, once at 18,000 feet. People would just tell me, Max, that's not fearless. That's just like insane. You know, like my (laughs) wife said, you would never catch me doing that. Not even climb up a ladder because I'm afraid of heights, right? And, you know, and it, there's a lot of times I have to overcome fear, like asking you to come back as a guest because I know you're very busy. Sometimes I get in this fear, like what if she says no or any guest, right? That's going to hurt my feelings or Backs, get over it. What's the worst they can say? No, not now, right? Well, here's like what God tells me, right? No, yes, and not right now. So, you know
2: and what I so love, and that's the thing that I love about you and why it's such a yes, is because that kind of vulnerability, which is like, oh my gosh, if I ask somebody, there is the possibility they could say no. What is that? And I have those myself, you know, I have I have that myself. You know, what in the world? Why am I gonna come back? You know, do I have anything valuable to say? Like what is the you know, and and so as humans, you know, that's that's what makes us human. And when we when we speak about that. I just think it, it, it makes it a little bit easier for the next person to take whatever feels big and and take that leap of faith. Right. And and I, I think that's the gift of stepping into fear.
1: Right. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Thank you for that. So, you know, my next question, right? Happiness. With the why, what does happiness mean to you now, today, Lisa? As we uh, near this podcast, and and we got to speak again, because I just love the smile on your face, and and you know, I I my happiness today is because you joined me on the show. So, what does happiness mean to you?
2: Happiness, well, you, I've I've shared with you that why is so important that you have that why there because it's understanding <laughs> what your why is and being happy and. And for me, happiness, happiness, Max, I, I look at happiness as it's different than than joy. It's different than peace. It's different than all these other all these other words. Happiness is this this um inner sense of understanding who it is that you are, why you're here, why you're around why you're called to do what you're called to do. Right. It, it's, 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 it's not something that can be defined. It's something that is, it is expressed and emoted and, and felt when other people are around you. And today you're right. Like me getting to be here, I was looking forward to this. I was looking forward to getting to be here with you you epitomize what happiness is.
1: That's why my friend Lonnie calls me the fearless. That's where the fearless happiness ninja came from was our, my dear friend Lonnie who passed away of COVID eh, last year. Right. He goes, you're always smiling. He goes, even when I yell at you, sometimes you smile. I go, well, I've already known the other end. So this is really nothing. Right. And happiness for me is, is being able to do this and be able right to hear what you're what your definition of happiness is, right? Because it's different for everybody. And, you know, the fact that I get to share that, your definition with the world now makes me happy, right? And um, that's why I keep going, right? Because there is, you know, to be truthful, right? Like when I'm not, I woke up this morning, you know, it's always usually the worst in the morning and at night, right? I was like
0: laying there going, ah.
1: Then I go, well, I will not cancel on, um, excuse me, Lisa. I said, we already got our times mixed up before she's coming on and we're going to have a great time. And of course you were awesome. So much. Thank you so much for, for joining me. So one thing I like to ask now that I do, you know, uh, I think I did it with you before. So what is one piece of advice? Well, actually before we go, if people want to work with you, Lisa, where can they find you?
2: Find me, find me www.upsidethinking.com, U-P-S-I-D-E and the word thinking, T-H-I-N-K-I-N-G.com. That's where they can find all about me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, look it up. I I look it up all the time, everybody. I mean, if you want some great leadership coaching, that's where you got to go, upsidethinking.com. Awesome. So, Lisa, before we go, before we part ways, unfortunately, makes me sad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, uh, we are I know not you... <laughs> parting
2: ways. You're stuck with me, Max.
1: Yeah, and you're stuck <laughs> with me, Lisa. What is one piece of advice you could give my audience that would help them grow as a human being?
2: The one piece of advice is to always remember that the world needs you and your brilliance. No matter what it is that you've done, whether or not you feel that you've fallen down or you didn't get something right or that the world needs you, that you yourself have been given specific gifts, abilities, talents, and experiences, and you have a very special life that nobody else has been given. Every experience has been given to you for a reason, for you to do whatever you're called to do on the planet. And there's been nobody that has come who is like you before you, and there will never, ever, ever be anybody who will come after you just like you. And if you don't go out there and remember that the world needs you and your brilliance and shine your light as brightly as possible that the world misses out, And so remember that. Remember that when it feels like, gosh, life is hard. Remember that when it feels like you're doing all the right things. Remember when it feels like nobody's noticing. Remember that the world needs you and your brilliance. You're here for a reason. So go shine your light.
1: That's right. Thank you, Lisa, so much. Again, this has been a wonderful episode. Thank you for coming on and being a guest. I always have a great time with you on my show. So thank you so much. Mm Everybody, if you got something out of this, please leave a review so people can find it, especially this amazing lady, Lisa Marie Platsky from Upside Thinking. She's one amazing human being. So until next time, we'll see you guys later.
0: You've been listening to Fearless Happiness. The numbers on addiction are absolutely stunning. Max lived in addiction for years and during that time made some terrible choices, losing his family, friends, and career. But he turned his life around. And now, Max works as a substance abuse counselor helping people in their recovery. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun along the way. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, Hit the website at www.maxnast.com on Facebook at max.nast. Till next time, keep the fight, and we'll see you soon.